welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hello and welcome to episode 252 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast, How to Lose Weight and Love Your Life. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we are going to be talking about shifting gears in your weight loss. We often kind of feel like there's two gears. There's either you're on autopilot, meaning you're not really putting any effort in and your brain's running the show and probably overeating, maybe old habits coming back not losing weight, maybe even gaining weight, or then we flip way over to the other side and like jam the gears and throw down the gas and go fifth gear trying to blaze down the highway because we decide, okay, it's time to make change. What we're going to talk about today is how to find middle ground between those, how to find some different gears that will be more sustainable. And because they're more sustainable, will help you actually get to your goals faster. The problem with how we've approached it, where we're like either on autopilot, not thinking about it, not exerting work into it and possibly moving further away from my goals, or I'm like jamming the pedal down and picturing myself in a passing lane on the highway and just like, oh, I got to get past, got to go, got to go, got to go. The problem is, is neither of those are particularly comfortable. And so then we end up being like, okay, I can't keep doing this energy. And we flip back to the autopilot place. Or in the autopilot place, we're like, oh, these pants are too tight. My scrubs aren't fitting. Okay, it's time to go. And we flip all the way to the fifth gear. What I want to pose to you and offer to you in today's episode is those aren't your only two options. And when we can start to see that you have more options, then that's when you start to be able to create the experience that you want to have as you approach your eating and your weight. That maybe it doesn't always have to be either you feel the whim of your brain and your cravings or you're like putting so much effort in that it's essentially a part-time job. Maybe we can find a way where it actually works in your life. And that's what I love to do. And really, when I figured this piece out in my own weight loss, where I started to realize the way I've been told I should be losing weight, the way I've approached it obviously has not worked. And I need to figure out how to do it and be able to keep this consistency going long term. A big piece of it was realizing maybe, and this was before I was doing this podcast and before I had access to the coaching, but maybe everything I do shouldn't feel hard. And that was like a bit of a ground shattering thought that I had. And so I started to look for, okay, If I want to do this consistently, 
how could I actually enjoy it? What would it look like if I really enjoyed it and could do it consistently? And then once I started doing that and started focusing more on how do I actually want to live my life that will also work for this body that I have, then I started to be able to experience some ease in some weeks where I'm like, it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything and yet the scale's going down. I remember the first times that happened, I actually panicked a little because I was like, oh my God, it's too easy. (laughs) When am I going to mess it up? And by panicking, I then of course messed it up and went back to eating French fries and things like that. And then I had to kind of bring myself back. But experiencing that ease for those first times, I still remember it of like, can it really feel this way? Can it really feel that I'm getting results and not actively working? And the answer is yes. I've been on this trail a long time now, and it's what I actively work towards. Now, does that mean I'm always in that place where I have this sense of ease? No. There's times where I've flipped between all the different gears in my life, and that's going to be true for you too. But the difference is, and I'm hoping after this episode, the difference for you will be instead of viewing it as either it's autopilot, my brain runs a show and I have no control over what's happening with my eating or my weight, or I'm like head down, grind, work hard, hang on with willpower, force it side. What you'll learn is there's a different place to focus to bring yourself back to. So if you start to notice that you're more on the autopilot side, or you start to notice that you're really putting a lot of effort in, really working hard and it doesn't feel sustainable, you can focus on bringing yourself back to one of those middle gears. That's what I want for you today. And what I actively do in my own weight loss and when I'm coaching physicians What I'm listening when they're talking, I'm listening to, okay, what kind of gear are they in? And I'm working on helping them discover those middle gears and be able to get back to them more easily. So I wanted to touch base that September, we're almost into September as this episode gets released, is often a time where you start to refocus on your own goals. And it is really common for physicians that the summer has been a time where you had some plans about what you were going to do for your health and your own goals, and then they completely got washed out and you didn't get a chance to do any of it. So you might find yourself as we head into September thinking, okay, what am I going to do? And if you find yourself looking for a diet and being like, okay, which diet am I going to start once the kids are back in school? I really encourage you to consider a different approach this year. Consider that if those diets were the answer, they would have done it for you by now. Now, there's elements that we can take from the things you've done in the past that will help you, but really lasting management of your weight, lasting peace around food takes a smarter approach. It takes using tools that actually fit into your life using tools that create the experience in your weight loss, like what we're going to talk about today, that make it so you can stay focused on your goals kind of in the periphery while also doing all the high-level stuff that we do every day. And so if you catch yourself thinking about, okay, I got to get this focus on my weight, focus on my eating again this fall, please come check out Thrive Academy for Physicians. Head over to starttothrive.ca. That's start number two, Thrive. And learn more about the program and submit an application. The application process is there so that you have an opportunity to talk to me before you join so that we make sure it really is the right program for you so that when you join, 
you have confidence that this is the right program for you. There is no obligation. There is no pressure to the application process. Once you submit an application, if you are a physician, you will receive an email inviting you to book a chance to talk with us together. I promise in that conversation, I'll share my thoughts about what you've been struggling with, my approaches. And I will also tell you if I think you are a good fit. And I'll tell you that honestly. If I don't think I can help you, I will also tell you that. There's no risk to this process. So head over to starttothrive.ca. That's start and then put in the number two, thrive.ca to learn more and get your application submitted. September is a fantastic time to get going. You can build some speed, build some momentum before we hit the holiday season, and then keep having support after the holiday season to keep going into the new year. All right, let's talk about our gears. And like I said, this came up from a coaching call this week where we were talking about things related to it. And I was thinking about what was going on afterwards. I'm like, oh, like it's this gear issue is what was going on there. And so I thought I'd record a podcast for you guys to look at it and to help you be able to identify these. And I think the big thing, the big takeaway from today's topic is really you get to choose the experience. By choosing the gear you want to operate on, you choose the experience. And the more you can empower yourself in your weight loss, in your experience, the better off you're going to be. The easier it's going to feel, the better you can do it long term, the better it's going to mesh with your life. So focusing on using this tool to empower yourself to create the experience you're wanting to have is really, really important. So autopilot is one of the gears. Autopilot would be where your brain runs a show, where you are not really thinking about your weight, you're not really thinking about your eating, you're not really actively trying to pursue goals. Or you might be thinking, oh, I should be doing this, but you're not like actively trying to make change. So our brain at default on autopilot looks for a few things. It looks for maximal enjoyment And from a brain and food standpoint, that means foods that give us dopamine. And that happens to be, in our North American food environment, the foods that are processed and have been designed to have the right ratios of fats and sugars and everything so that, and salt, so that it activates those dopamine receptors in the best way. Our brain also looks for the least amount of energy. So especially at the end of a day when you've been really busy, you haven't taken any breaks, and you're exhausted... Your brain wants to feel better. It wants the dopamine, but it doesn't feel like you have energy to exert to get it. So food really fits the bill here, right? Having, grabbing a snack gives you a bit of dopamine briefly, but it doesn't really take energy. You probably have it in your house. So on autopilot, that's how your brain will function is it will seek out more dopamine active foods and it will seek out things that are simpler and easier to do. And if you notice that happening in your eating, there's no judgment. Your brain's just being a brain. It's okay. Judging yourself and beating yourself up about normal brain behavior won't help. It won't get you anywhere. This would be kind of what most people consider their normal, quote unquote. Back, you know, when people say, when can I eat normally again? This is kind of what they'd probably be referring to. But the problem with this is when your brain's running the show is it probably is influencing your weight. And depending on the type of body you have, if you have a body that holds weight, it might be 
you know, gaining weight or influencing your weight in a negative way that you don't really want, or maybe influencing your health in a negative way that you don't really want. So this would be my first point is watch when your brain wants to talk to you about eating normally as like some coveted thing that it really wishes you could get back to and that it would be so amazing once you can eat normally and why can those people eat normally because eating normally does not equate to eating healthy and when I talk to physicians about what is it that they want most of the time physicians are like I want to be healthy I want to feel good in my body I want to feel like I have energy Now, this eating normally, this letting your brain manage your eating on autopilot probably isn't accomplishing those goals. You might be eating food that doesn't make you feel your best physically, doesn't give you your best energy, might be impacting your sleep. Um, There's all different elements where it could be influencing. And this piece of your brain, too, when you're on autopilot around your eating, the other thing that you might want to ask is, am I on autopilot about other areas of my self-care? So I know for myself, when I'm more in the autopilot side for eating, often I'm there for self-care and stress management. So if I'm not focusing on my eating, I'm probably also not being intentional with my thoughts as I go through a busy day. I'm probably not asking myself how do I want to feel about this busy day. I'm more likely to feel like the work stuff is happening to me and I'm in a reactive state rather than feeling like I can be proactive and decide how I want that day to go. There's all these different layers. And then those ultimately probably impact your eating. So if you spend a day feeling like your day is happening to you, you have to constantly be reactive, constantly be putting out fires. At the end of that day, you probably will feel more likely like you just need to snack and you'd be wondering like, why can't I stop snacking? But it might be that Part of the reason is being in that autopilot mindset around your day, so around non-food things as well. Okay, let's talk about the other side. So when you flip to the fifth gear and the pedals to the metal, you're like, it is time. We are going and we're doing this fast because we're ripping the bandaid off and I want to get it done, right? That's like the classic sort of mindset. But the reality is that would assume that there's a finish line. When you're talking about weight management, you're talking about losing weight, but also then keeping it off, there isn't a finish line. You don't cross apart and then you're like, oh, I can go back to that autopilot. We do this lots. And probably lots of you have that experience of it of like, oh, go back to the autopilot. I hit my goal. I'm good. And then all of a sudden you're like, where did this weight come from? Why are all these eating habits back? And it's because of that fallacy of the finish line And the idea that then we go back to our normal, quote unquote, which is autopilot, where your brain might not actually be serving your long-term goals. Well, it probably isn't serving your long-term goals in that state. So when you're in the fifth gear is you're pushing yourself, you feel like you have to lean in and hustle. You probably will be having thoughts about it's not happening fast enough. I'm not creating change fast enough. The scale's not moving fast enough. Maybe I need to eat less. Maybe I need to cut this thing out. And I always joke that when our brains are like, okay, things aren't moving fast enough. I need to make a change. Your brain probably is going to choose the thing you love most in the world (laughs) for food and be like, okay, we can't have that ever again. We're cutting that completely out. And again, just like we're talking about middle gears here, we're talking about finding gray zone, finding some flex and seeing the power in that. 
Same thing when you're thinking about changes to make to what you're going to eat and what things you're cutting out is, yeah, you can cut out the things that you love most in the world, but how sustainable is that going to be? Or is it possible that there's like three other options that you could choose of changes to make to your eating that may also impact the progress on the scale? But in the fifth gear, it's that pressure of the progress has to happen now. I have to see results now. And that creates an issue. That doesn't feel comfortable. You get that like frantic, like gotta go, gotta go, gotta go feeling. And it, it doesn't feel good. Plus, it's not sustainable. Like how long can you keep going with the gotta go, gotta go, gotta go for my weight? And then you hit those days at work where you're like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. It really adds up to feeling overwhelmed. And the thing that gets dropped off when you're overwhelmed as a physician will be your self-care. It'll be your own goals. They get dropped off way easier than the work stuff or the family stuff. So the fifth gear burns gas. It's exerting effort every single day, every single moment to create the change that you're wanting to create. It is not sustainable long term. So what we want to do is find that middle gear. And I was, when I was preparing this, I'm like, it's like cruise control. Like I'm moving, but I'm not like having to put my foot on the gas and like be pushing and exerting energy. I can kind of drop back, be in a nice line of cars. It's going a reasonable pace, but not too slow, not overly fast. I can stop worrying about trying to pass everybody. This is like the cruise control. And What I like about this gear is it creates that sense of ease that I was talking about before. When you're in this gear, you can kind of relax into your seat and you can be like, we're going, but let's turn on some good music. Let's enjoy the drive. Oh, look, there's a bear outside my window. (laughs) Like, look at those trees. This is a beautiful drive. This is my driving analogy. (laughs) I'm totally 100% picturing myself driving to my lake which I am going this afternoon with the kids. But um, as I picture this, because there's times where I'm in that fifth gear, like I got to get out there. I don't have very much time to be there today. And other times where I'm like, it's fine. Like this slow moving RV is in front of me. That's okay. I'm still going to get there. I'm going to rock out to my 80s and 90s tunes, loving it the whole way. So the cruise control gear is where you can actually just sit back, relax into your seat, feel a sense of ease, Create change, create progress, but not progress that feels like you're actively exerting energy at every moment. Now, I think this is an important piece. When I talk about ease, a lot of people interpret it as easy, that weight loss should feel easy. And I don't think the two are the same thing. Ease is I can work on changes where it feels good in my body when I'm doing the change. It feels good in my brain. I'm not like I can make a healthy change that supports my weight management goals without really putting effort into it. Easy is more like, boop, it just happens. And that's not true. Because if you're expecting it to just happen, you're probably going to flip into the autopilot mode, right? And then the thing that's just going to happen is weight will come back, old eating habits will come back because you're not being intentional. Ease is where you're being intentional with how you want to think about your weight loss journey, how you want to think about food, how you're thinking as you're going through your day. But you're really looking for those interventions where you can make a small little change that's not food related and it has big impacts. Whereas fifth gear, you're like 
really just trying not to eat and you're putting like a ton of effort into that and it's not having quite as much impact so you feel like you have to keep putting the pedal down and put more and more gas in the system. This cruise control gear is I can make changes and I can trust that any small change I make will have ripple effects through and are probably going to influence my food choices without me directly trying not to eat. This is a skill and this is going to take practice, finding this other gear. This is a secret gear. Nobody ever told us this gear existed. The entire time you've spent working on weight loss and you know, dieting in your teens or your early 20s, the whole idea was either you were at this quote-unquote normal or autopilot or you were in the fifth gear, cutting it all out, exercising huge amounts of exercise, doing it all to try to create change as fast as possible. So it's okay if you're like, where is that gear? And you're kind of, for using our analogy, you're kind of grinding the gears to actually find it. And sometimes you get in there and it pops right back out. All of that's totally normal. It's fine. This is going to be a practice to work on long term. I still work on this. I still am like, ooh, slipped back into that fifth gear thing trying a little too hard, putting a little too much effort in here, or slipped into the autopilot, you know, not being intentional with how I'm thinking about my eating, not being intentional with how I'm thinking about my days at work, how I'm managing my time. Okay, back to cruise control. So think of cruise control is the middle ground that, you know, takes the good elements of both and kind of leaves some of the bad elements behind. So why do we flip back and forth? Why are we like autopilot or fifth gear? It's diet culture, like I mentioned. It's what we've been taught. You're either on or off. You're good or you're bad. The idea that results have to happen fast, that if you're going to make change, it should have happened already. The idea that more effort equals more success. And as physicians, this is a particular one that we get trapped in, is we are very good at working hard. (laughs) You are working hard enough at your weight and your eating, I promise you. But we can get trapped into, if I'm not seeing the results, it means I have to work harder. The problem is, is that our capacity to add more to our days is actually quite limited from a practical standpoint. There may not be more of you to work harder. And so figuring out how to create more change without working harder is actually the root. But when we're thinking more work equals more success, we push into the fifth gear and then we burn ourselves out and we flop back to autopilot. The idea that you have to do it right, that there's the one right way, that if you mess up, you failed, that if you eat this thing, you're going to be on a slide for weeks into unhealthy food. That is a big trigger for flipping back and forth between these two phases. So what can you do? How do you do this? How do you learn this? Number one, like I mentioned already, is that new gear is new. It's going to feel uncomfortable. There's going to be times where you're like, I don't think it even exists. I think Siobhan was lying to me. (laughs) That's okay too. Just practice believing that it might exist. Practice seeing like, could I find it? Could I find an element of it? What would it be like to relax back into my seat and still create change from this place? Notice when you're trying to zoom. We're good at this. And I think often our overworking mentality sneaks in and we don't always notice it. So just practice building the skill of noticing when you're like pushing it and you're going into that fifth gear and just be like, can I just tick it back just a couple notches? So still creating change, but what would change look like if I wasn't like 
working this hard, if I could just pull them out of effort back a couple notches. And like I said, this is a new skill. This will feel uncomfortable at first. It's not going to feel familiar, but as you practice it, you'll start to feel this familiar spot. And you'll be like, oh, okay, there I am. I'm in the flow. Like I've got that ease. These would be ways that I think of it for myself. And so asking yourself questions, how could I relax into this? How could I let this be easier? This is one of my all-time favorite questions to ask myself. When I notice I'm kind of going into that fifth gear thing, I ask myself, how could I let this be easier? And that doesn't mean how do I let this be easy? It's how could I let it be easier? And most of the time when I ask myself the question, the answer is I have to let go of a lot of my thoughts about the decision and just let the decision be simple. So, you know, if I'm like, oh, should I have this salad or order a burger? And if I ask myself the question, how could I let this be easier? Because I notice I'm like exerting a lot of effort to try to like make the decision. Well, the easy solution is just have the salad, but stop arguing about it. Like just decide the salad's going to be amazing. That cuts through that drama and the extra layers that your brain can add and just lets it be easier. That's an example, but I use that question a lot in my life. All right, notice this week, what gear are you running in? If you're in autopilot, ask yourself, how can you just shift a little bit out just to become intentional, maybe around one area, one area of how you're thinking about food, one area about your food choices. Maybe just shift into becoming intentional about how you want to think about your day. That's often one of the most powerful places I start if I notice I'm over in that autopilot is I'm like, okay, just get my head on straight. Think about today. How do I want to think about it? How do I want to feel today? If you're over on the fifth gear side, ask yourself, how could I let this be easier? How could I just let myself drop back? Play around with that. Let me know how it goes. Send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.com. And remember, get your applications in for Thrive Academy for Physicians for the Fall. It's a fantastic time to start. You can learn more and submit your application at starttothrive.ca. That's start number two, thrive.ca. Talk to you later. Bye.